Welcome back to the Global Digital Banker Podcast. This week we head north and take a look at the SME banking landscape in Canada. I caught up with Michael Denham, President and CEO of Business Development Bank of Canada, who shared what it means to be the only bank in Canada that truly focuses on entrepreneurs. We also discussed the biggest pain points experienced by Canadian entrepreneurs and the growing importance of personalization in the Canadian SME banking sector. This morning, I'm joined by Michael Denham, President and CEO of Business Development Bank in Canada. Michael, welcome. Good morning. We're going to get started. The SME landscape, it's one of those underserved segments in a number of the big global markets at the moment. What are some of the trends that you're seeing in the SME landscape in Canada? Let me just start a little bit as to what BDC is and what we do, because we play a, a unique role globally, but also a unique role within Canada. So we're the only bank in Canada that focuses exclusively on entrepreneurs, and we provide them term loans, uh, which is a traditional uh, banking undertaking, uh, but we're also an investor, and we're Canada's largest venture capital investor, and we offer advisory services, consulting solutions to our clients, uh, and the notion is we want to be there to provide capital, be it lending or investment, um, to support clients as they grow, and also help them build the capabilities they need to succeed. Uh, and to get to your question, there are two big trends that we see that are kind of backdrop, I think in a lot of countries, but certainly here. Uh, one is the aging population, and that has a big, big bearing on uh, entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship in Canada for a bunch of reasons. One is the um, age of entrepreneurs in Canada is old. Uh, over 59% of entrepreneurs uh, leading businesses uh, are over the age of 50. So what that means at some point in time, maybe five, ten years down the road, a lot of those folks are going to want to be uh, transitioning the business to uh, a new set of owners, a new generation of owners. So that's one issue. Uh, and the second issue is the, uh, the working age population in Canada is expected to be flat for the next 10 or 15 years. So there's no growth in our workforce. Uh, so what that means for entrepreneurs is actually quite interesting. One, uh, there will be a lot of transitions taking place. Two, they have to be very creative around uh, kind of where to find talent and where to find the uh, human resources they need. Um, and then the third force at work is the um, uh, age of entrepreneurs, typically between the age of 25 and 44. That slice of the Canadian population is shrinking. And there are fewer and fewer um, entrepreneurs um, starting businesses. Those two things together combine to cause me some concern around the growth in entrepreneurs um, uh, in the younger age of the population. You know, we've just touched on some of these pain points. When it comes to some of the biggest pain points that you're seeing from the entrepreneurs you, you talk with and the businesses you work with, what are the biggest issues I guess they're mentioning in terms of just getting off the ground or getting started? So the one point point is what I just talked about in terms of the effects of the aging population. The second paid point, uh, especially in Canada, uh, and we made some real headway last week, um, was around um, uncertainty as it relates to trade. And there had been um, a backdrop for a number of years of ongoing renegotiations of uh, the NAFTA trade deal, which has led to a new trade deal called the um, U.S.-Mexico-Canada Accord, USMCA, which is positive. Just last week, the government's announced to um, eliminate the tariffs that had been put on place for Canadian steel and aluminum. So bit by bit, there's more certainty being brought to bear, uh, but there remains a lot of uncertainty, obviously, with respect to China and uh, trading there. So I think one pain point is uh, just the um, inability to kind of plan through that uncertainty that a lot of our clients have faced. But for Canadian SMEs, by a mile, the largest country they export to is the U.S. So this new trade deal, the removal of tariffs, uh, removes a big source of uncertainty. Yeah, certainly. And then when it comes to the financial needs of SMEs, how, how are you working with these entrepreneurs and how do you kind of differentiate yourself from other organizations in the market? 
So in two ways, we have about $30 billion in assets. Most of those are term loans we extend to our clients. And uh, we view ourselves and our clients view us as a um, patient, entrepreneur-friendly lender. So we have slightly more flexibility in terms of our conditions, in terms of our terms. When things don't go according to plan and clients have some issues, first priority is to kind of stand by them and make sure that they emerge from those issues and survive. So our whole orientation and mindset is to um, work alongside the entrepreneur to help him or her uh, succeed in growing the business. Uh, and that's kind of our culture to DNA. It's how we work. And that's a big source of, uh, of differentiation. On the venture capital side, or the equity side, we have a uh, growth equity fund where we're, a, again, a patient equity provider where we'll never take a majority stake. Uh, our investments aren't time stamped, so we can be in it for the long run. And our, again, our game plan is to give the entrepreneur, through our equity, kind of heft in the balance sheet that he or she can use to grow. And then as a venture capital investor, we tend to evolve our strategy to fit um, and address gaps in the Canadian market. So over time, we've evolved from a gap in the super early stage. Now there's a gap in the larger stage. There are gaps in key sectors, technology sectors to support oil and gas and fishing and farming, etc. So we evolve our strategy to produce good returns, but in a way that reflects gaps that are most important to Canadians. Great, great contribution to this economy. And as well, that customer-centric focus of how you work with SMEs is definitely core. That's something that will be so sustainable and it does stand out because they want more than just someone who's going to lend to them. They want someone who understands the uniqueness exactly. of their business. Exactly. So speaking around personalization, so it's been quite a key focus, you know, in the last six to 12 months, especially with the growth in AI and machine learning, um, especially on the consumer side, people almost expect their banks or other organizations they interact with to know who they are more. How do you think that's playing out in SME space? And what do you think it takes to achieve that true personalization? So I think it, it is and certainly will be uh, an extremely important attribute that SMEs look for uh, and entrepreneurs look for yeah. in their, um, their financial services providers. And I think we're all, as consumers, we're just trained to expect that, to your point, right? So I think they're going to expect that increasingly of their financial services providers. Um, so it's a big deal. And I think if you talk to any, any senior person in the banking world on the commercial small business side, they, are, they have plans in place to create that type of personalization that uh, their clients expect. Uh, and we have a whole uh, game plan in place to, to do that. What's interesting about BDC is because of our advisory services, we get literally millions of visitors to bdc.ca all over the world, uh, and they come to check out our thought capital and research because we have an unbelievably rich set of perspectives on things that matter to small business. So what's interesting for us is we um, can engage with our clients now through our consulting services, through the business bdc.ca, to kind of know what's on their mind and know what stage in the growth cycle they're in, uh, know what type of kind of cash and people or strategy issues they face. And as a result, we can be proactive for our people and digitally to kind of share with them things that we know they're thinking about. So in that sense, in a very um, specific way, in a very helpful way, we can make sure they're armed with all the information they need to succeed in uh, growing their businesses. So personalization is something that's very important to us. And because of the range of what we do, I think there's a whole lot we can provide to help SMEs up their game even more with respect to perspective, knowledge, insight, networks, etc. Definitely. And having that knowledge kind of proactively shared with them. Exactly. So for the year ahead, what do you predict the landscape's going to change? You kind of touched on some of the trade deals mm -hmm. that were impacting business sentiment. What do you see for the, the next 12 months? Well, the next 12 months, I don't see um, 
a team of things in a short period of time, so I don't see that much that much change. What I what I hope to see over time in our economy is uh, a couple of key things. One is more Canadian companies and SMEs exporting, and in particular exporting in a in a way that diversifies their export base. Mm -hmm. So not just to the U.S. But think uh, Europe with the European trade deal, yep. think Asian countries with the Trans-Pacific trade deal, etc. There are lots of opportunities that, that negotiations have um, put in place for uh, companies to take advantage of, and I hope to see more of that. And the second is innovation, and just the application of um, all these uh, interesting disruptive technologies that every single business, regardless of size, should be taking advantage of. And we've organized ourselves in terms of our flexible financing solutions to help them uh, embark on the journey to kind of digitize and um, improve their operations. So export, more export, more export diversification, uh, investments to become more innovative uh, are two things that um, I certainly hope will happen. Yeah. And we're doing our best to support our clients to, uh, to make it so. Wonderful. Michael, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in this week. To listen to other episodes, head to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts and search Global Digital Banker Podcast. Alternatively, head to globaldigitalbanker.com.